0: Patrick Mahomes, if you're out there, I've always believed in you, even when the chips were down, when other people didn't. So let's get together. My name's Ahmed Farid, and we'll figure out how to spend this half a billion dollars. <laughs> yeah. Corey, you think, gonna you think that's going to work? You think it's going to work, Corey? Wow. I
1: mean, look, I I love that. Look, you see a tweet at <laughs> him, maybe say, hey, I've been a huge fan of yours, yeah. day
0: one tweet. supporter. You're, I mean, you're verified, so he'll see it. Get his uh, get his number. No, this is uh, we're talking Patrick Mahomes here with my friends, Jack Collinsworth and Corey Robinson in a bigger picture. We're going to talk about mega deals and all the big deals that have been signed, not just in the NFL. There have been some for quarterbacks in the past, not just in amount of money, but in years, 10 year, 12 year deals. But look at the other sports and, and what it may mean. But the first part of this, Jack, we will just focus on Patrick Mahomes. And the fact that I think I've got the tweet from Lee Steinberg, they're promoting this like none other, as they should, the sports agency for Patrick Mahomes. Uh, over 500 million. So we're talking half a billion dollars here, Jack, uh, with 477 million in guarantee mechanisms. So there's some uh, word salad going on with how they're describing this deal. But it's a lot of money for Patrick Mahomes if he stays the chief for the rest of his career, which I'm sure a lot of people hope he does. Jack, what's your initial thoughts to the the big deal? I think he'll
2: stay a a Kansas City chief for his entire career. I think this deal solidifies that in a lot of ways. Do I think he'll play this out like you have on the screen right here in 10 years, 503, uh, make $503 million? No, I think that's majority... They, they sort of do this for the media where they have the ability to round these numbers up. I mean, you have the $1.25 million things that he gets for an MVP or winning the AFC Championship game. Those are pretty extreme incentives, which is an incentive-based structure that is for $25 million uh, of this contract that we're talking about. Uh, the way that I would frame it off the top is look at Mike Trouts, that, that 12-year deal that he signed, $426.5 million, getting a lot of publicity as this exceeds that. But all of Trout's four hundred twenty-six point five million dollars is fully guaranteed. That's a substantial difference that we're looking at here. And yeah, when you look not at Mahomes, fully,
0: not not for coronavirus, unfortunately for Mike Trout, that'll lead into correct. that a little a little bit. But but you're right, Major League Baseball totally different structure.
2: But totally different structure of those deals. Where you look at Mahomes, it's about a fourth of that. And guaranteed money and that doesn't even kick in until 2022. So that 141.4 million that Mahomes has, and that's only injury guarantee. So this is while this is a totally unique deal and it, it makes you think of baseball, it makes you think of the NBA, the guaranteed money is still not that same level. I, I I would think this gets torn apart and redone at some point right around 2025,
1: 2026. What do you think, Corey? Was that old uh Kenny Rogers song, The Gambler? You uh, never count your money when you're sitting at the table. There'll be time enough for counting when the dealing's done. And guess what? Like, the game just started. <laughs> he's he's yep. got to play poker for the next 12 years. And that's the thing that's going to be so fascinating about this deal is that, like Jack mentioned, um, it's not guaranteed fully. I think $63 million of it is guaranteed. So he has to play every year in, uh, for the rest of his money. So, if, I mean, barring injuries, if anything happens off the field, which I'm sure it won't because it's Patrick Mahomes. He seems like a very stellar guy um as, an, as a general rule but i mean there's so many things that could happen that i just, i'd be very nervous
0: yeah if um if you're patrick mahomes you're thinking okay is it likely that the chiefs will want me as their quarterback uh in a year or two or 3 or 5 or 7 and you're right barring injury um i think that that's a good bet on himself there and he'll be making f- Forty million a year, I think is what it about averages out to after you get past a couple seasons that were rookie deals, which he he did have two more years under contract. The Chiefs just could have played this out for two more years. He would not have been happy. Who knows? Maybe he would have held out. Um, So they did have a little leverage, at least in the the beginning years of this contract. But can we just talk about Patrick Mahomes, first of all? And if anyone's going to get a deal for half a billion dollars, how, how pumped we are, it's this dude. So because he's already, he's already done yeah. it, Corey. Um, he's already done it, and he, just all the things he can do on the football field. I mean, Everyone talks about it, right? Obviously, the creativity, and he's, he's got his running ability, too, which don't sleep on that. It just seems like of all the sports personalities out there, good dude. Give him half a billion dollars over anyone else. I'm okay with that. No, 100%, Ahmed. I think you're right on the money. And the thing that's so fascinating to me is if you would have
1: told me, if you would have told me a year ago, a month ago, even that the highest paid athlete in the world would have been an American football player. I would have laughed in your face. Like what he has managed to do. When you think about these massive contracts, I mean, outdid Floyd Mayweather. He outdoes like any of the soccer stars, um, baseball, which we all thought as, as growing up in sports, baseball money is it. That's, that's the pinnacle that's Mount Olympus in, in pro sports that in golf, like you just make money hand over fist fist forever. Um, so he surpassed them that I'm so happy for Patrick Mahomes and what this means for football. I think it's going to be yeah. really fascinating moving forward.
0: Jack, you guys look at uh, the the grades, PFF. Um, he's only 24. He'll be 25 when this next season starts, hopefully if this next season starts. Just what he does from a talent standpoint, from a, a positive grade on the field standpoint, it just is really not comparable to a lot of quarterbacks of all time, let alone right now.
2: Not comparables, right? Uh, 24 and 7 uh, as a starter, as he slides in there, he's in two years really where he's been the, the starter at the league MVP, Super Bowl title in his first two seasons, uh, 5-0 and when trailing by 10 points uh, last year, which is a big reason why they're the Super Bowl champion. Uh, he can run and throw with the best, 23 passing touchdowns on the run, which is eight more passing touchdowns over the last two seasons than any other player in football. And this is in a league where it's moving that direction. It's not moving towards running quarterbacks. It's moving towards quarterbacks who can run with the best and can throw with the best simultaneously. Uh, And Patrick Mahomes encompasses that. He personifies that. Uh, And also he is one of the truly great people off the football field in the NFL. And I think you guys have already hit on that. So when you, you bring all these pieces together, this, this creates the most incredible pie, the most incredible player that you could come up with. And from the, from the chief's perspective as an organization, looking at this and going, sign him to 10 years and give him whatever number he is satisfied with. I think this negotiating strategy was, hey, Patrick, we want you to be in red for the rest of your life. Give us a number. What is the number that makes you go, I don't care anymore? I just don't care. And I think that was a half a billion dollars. And listen, he may make another half a billion in all field endorsements. Uh, So I think this guy, when it comes to money, it's going to be the last thing he worries about over his lifetime.
0: Half a billion is not even close to what Jeff Bezos has made in his <laughs> his life. I think he's up to like one hundred and ninety two billion right now. So what a steal if you compare it to uh, the the guy at uh, Amazon. But K- Corey, this is kind of like my dream for sports. This has always been my dream because you you hear about back in the day, players had no leverage, right? There was no free agency. and so you you'd have players that stayed their whole career with one team. It was bad for them because they didn't make a lot of money. They couldn't have other teams bidding against uh, their player. But I've always kind of thought sports would be better if players did just stay on the same team. And I, w- I wish there was a world where you could accomplish both, where you could get players to stay on the same team their whole career. They're tied with them, and they also get paid uh, at the top of the market level. Wow. I don't know how you actually would ever do that. But it, it's kind of like my dream scenario here, and I think that's why it's it's smart for the Chiefs because you do want that continuity. You buy the Mahomes jersey, you don't want to have to try to sell it after uh, a year <laughs> or two. And so I think that's that's another element to this whole thing. I think this is how people want to enjoy sports by watching these players grow up, and their whole career arc is within the confines of their team.
1: Yeah, I really wish you were uh, the commissioner of college basketball. With that, I mean, man, that's a great platform. I, w- I would vote for you if possible. They tried
0: to do it. They tried to do it in basketball, right? Because the, the home team gets to add another year, more money on the contract than any other team. Then they found out that players want to win and, and, and play in different situations yeah. more than the they want free that free
1: Yeah, free agency in basketball is a, a crazy. Talk about leverage. I've never seen anything like it where guys will just text each other and say, yo, like, I want to play with you. And they can, and they can convince their teams to give them fully guaranteed contracts and treat it like an AAU team. That's a different level of leverage in football. Though I think um, football, professional sports in general, is a cutthroat, ruthless business. But football, to me, kind of rises to the top of that because in that four hundred and seventy-seven million, whatever five hundred million dollar contract over twelve years, only sixty-three of million is that of, of that is guaranteed, and all of the leverage is in the teams. Keeps hands like Patrick Mahomes can't do anything if he doesn't let's say he doesn't play well he could be cut and then not see the rest of that money and there's no recourse there's no recourse for him um and then you have this whole concept of is he burned like do we take a chance on him because think about Cam Newton he still had money left in that contract he was a franchise face of the Panthers he was the guy he was a Super Bowl MVP sorry he was a um, NFL MVP then he got injured a couple bad seasons and then now he signed into the league minimum it could happen to anybody
0: yeah. So yeah. What, what do you think, Jack? Let me, yeah, let me throw this at you because I'm interested to hear what you think of this. Um, as by the way, Deshaun Watson, this is what he <laughs> tweeted out too when he saw the numbers that Patrick Mahomes got and he thinks maybe, Hey, who knows? Sign me up for a uh, uh, half, a uh, half a billion dollars. Uh, this was the tweet from Ian Rappaport. And look at Jack, you got in there, Jack, look at that team friendly oh, yeah. deal. And I, and I, to be honest with you, when I first saw that, I was like, he's joking. But then there's some stuff that's come out um, from our own Mike Florio uh, and other people out there who, you know, not necessarily team friendly, but it doesn't crush the Chiefs and maybe Mahomes could have gotten more. Uh, Jack, I want your reaction to this. This is what Florio wrote earlier today. He goes, mm-hmm. so w- what should Mahomes agents have done? They should have counseled him to wait. They should have pointed out that he will make $27 million over the next two years and that at worst. He'd get well north of $30 under the franchise tag in 2022, a 20% bump over that amount in 2023, and either a 44% increase over his 2023 pay or shot at open market in 2024. So there are a a number of people, it's not insignificant out there, that thinks that Patrick Mahomes not only left money on the table, but a significant amount of money on the table.
2: Yeah, I, I probably would have waited or... Maybe not waited. I would have signed a short deal, and then I would have signed another deal. That, that, that I think was his best strategy. You got to understand the TV contracts are in the works here. This is really the first mega contract we've seen post new CBA. But you also have these TV deals that could be signed within this year, could be signed within the next two years, but will for sure be signed within the next few years. Uh, and you're going to see. I mean, it could go from the cap could go from is like 192 something like that, I believe, and it could go over 300 million. So, I mean, it, he's going to want a piece of that. If this trajectory continues, talking about the Patrick Mahomes greatest player that the NFL has seen in some time, he's going to want to come back to the table after Super Bowl two II or three. And, and this really reads like the structure of the deal to me reads like a six year, about 183.4 million dollar deal. And then after that 2025 season that they will come back together. I mean, I was looking at the 2027 season. So the the unique thing about this contract is that the team has to guarantee, like the guarantee mechanisms, right? Uh, It's a bit of a reply to what Corey was saying too, that they have to guarantee it at the beginning of the league year. I think it's three days after the league year, but two years in advance. So in 2021, Mahomes contract, yearly contract will be guaranteed in 2023. Does that make sense? So they have to pay him in 21 and they have to pay him in the future So that it locks in that early. And that's very unique. Uh, most quarterbacks try to get it to where it's 12 months in advance. So that at the start of the league year. He knows he's going to be on the team. Team can't cut him. And if they do cut him, uh, then it would be right before free agency and he could go sign another good deal. Now, with regard to the Mahomes deal, he has it all the way up until 2026, where he's signing this, where he gets a two year guarantee that he's going to get paid, that he's going to have this money coming in. After that point, it becomes one-year guarantees. And that's, I think, where the Chiefs come back to the table. And also, a lot of this money in this contract we're talking about is on the back end, which is surprising to me. Yeah. Um, I think that's where Mahomes comes back to the table because he looks at the new cap and goes, I want a piece of that $300 million plus. And the Chiefs come back to the table because the structure of the deal is not exactly Chiefs-friendly the further down the line it gets
0: yeah yeah here's here's the numbers cory um just for this year in 2020 i mean you already got quarterbacks the way they've structured their deals who are gonna gonna take home quite a hefty paycheck in just just one year uh russell wilson at 53 million this uh thanks to our friends at sport track you do a great job uh kurt cousins at 40 carson wentz is up around 40 ryan Tannehill. i mean he's making this basically uh for uh for th- three years four years in his his contract so you know, you, you think wow, he's gonna be making forty million a year. Wow, our quarterbacks are already making forty million this year. Yeah, and, and I think right. this is a really
1: interesting point that Jack brings up, right? If it's back end, if it's all paid on the back end for the most part, um, that doesn't necessarily make a lot of sense for me. If I'm if I'm Patrick Mahomes, I'm the face of the NFL, I'm the best player in the in the in the game. I mean, that's not even like really up for debate. You know, he is. So if that's the if that's the case, I'd be like, pay me now. You know, Tannehill is no making thirty two million dollars a sport. year like put it on the front end. you already know what I can do because if you're betting on yourself for the far end for like a set year seven year eight year nine you don't know what's going to happen one how can you already beat the past three years where you were a Super Bowl MVP and a league MVP and a Super Bowl champion like that's already the the pinnacle that most people try to uh, attain so if anything you should say pay me now and then we can continue to negotiate my later years the danger
0: is the danger is Go ahead, Josh. Sorry.
2: Sorry, I just wanted to illustrate Corey's point real quick because I was looking at it compared to Prescott. So, so like we said, if it becomes a six-year deal, one hundred eighty-three point four million dollar deal, and then they renegotiate at some point following twenty twenty-five, uh, look, look at look at this deal for Prescott. So, if Prescott just plays this thing out year to year, uh, a la Kirk Cousins, remember Kirk Cousins just sort of bet on himself year mm-hmm. to year, he could end up making one hundred eighty-eight million over the next five seasons. Dak Prescott could. So that, that perfectly illustrates what you're talking about there, Corey. I, I really thought he would have been better served going a four-year, load-me-up-right-now deal, and the Chiefs would have gone, love it. Let's pay him for these next four years. And then as soon as these new TV deals get signed, he comes right back to the table. He's not going anywhere. Andy Reid's going to be there for the next three or four years. Tyreek Hill's already signed an extension. Uh, I, I think the, the core of this team would have still been together, and he could have still signed another mega deal. Uh, but it's hard to tell a guy not to take, you know, that much. <laughs> no, care. but I think
1: I think what happens here, th- th- this is, to me, I think this is the key thing, right, um, is loyalty. There is no loyalty in professional sports as much as we want True. to think. You know, like at Clemson at Notre Dame, like Notre Dame is a second family to me. But, you know, that's not the case with Dak Prescott and the Cowboys or like any of these guys who play at the next level because it's a business first and foremost. And it's not personal. It's just business. That's kind True. of the, the refrain among professional sports. And I feel like Patrick Mahomes thinks Kansas city is a second family to him. And I just, I I don't understand the economic decision there because I don't necessarily like, yeah, sure. Could he have made more money, whatever. I'm sure he's willing to sacrifice some money. If he really loves Kansas city, really loves the organization, but one coaching change, everything changes. One GM change, the whole dynamic changes. And then you're stuck at a place that you don't even know if you want to be there out of loyalty to a team that has no loyalty to you. So I, I understand if he's thinking super long term, like, I want to retire in Kansas City, I want to live my entire life there, I want to start businesses there, kind of like what LeBron's doing in LA. If you want to do that, then fine, then take the deal, get paid half a billion dollars, It's a lot of money, and then set yourself up to be a Kansas City superstar for the rest of your life. But if that's not the case, and I don't think, you know, you got to think about something else.
0: You have a little bit different situations, right? Because you have... Uh... Dak Prescott, who's already on to his franchise tag year, which is right. 30 million. If he does it again next year, that's another 37 million. Um, theoretically, they could have told Patrick Mahomes, you've got two more years under contract. We don't need to do a deal right now. We'll wait. We'll at least wait one more year, you know, until you have one one year left. And so if they wanted to play hardball, it's like the, the leverage was there. I mean, the leverage for Patrick Mahomes is immense because he's a great quarterback and all that he did in the playoffs and Super Bowl last year. But the fact remains that he did just have the two years, and so there had to there had to be a little compromise. Maybe his side compromised a little bit much. Um, but I think it's interesting if if Dak does go year to year, like you mentioned, Jack. There's a baseball player out there. Uh, his name is his name is Trevor Bauer, uh, pitcher. Uh, he had this quote not too long ago. He said, "I'll go year to year my entire career." Um, he uh, is scheduled to become a free agent after 2020. He goes, "Why would you want to lock yourself into a situation?" that may not make you happy. I think that's highly inefficient. Everyone is afraid of risk. Everyone is scared. So, uh, he's, uh, he's betting on himself and he wants to go, he wants to go year to year, try to make as much money as possible. And there's something to be said of that. Now, if you get hurt, you get hurt and that could, that could screw you over, but there also is insurance. I mean, you hear players in college buying insurance, uh, in case they get hurt and can't play in the NFL professional players can do that as well. So there are some other ways to, to make sure you mitigate that risk. Um, is that but guy married? Want-
2: I'm, I'm gonna guess he's
0: single. Guess he's single, given his uh, <laughs> <Thank God.
2: laughs> given his strategy. I. Yeah, uh,
0: that's I, that's I a good point.
2: Just, <laughs> I was just gonna say that. Just think about like when Matt Ryan signed his deal when it was five years, 150 million. Everybody's like, that's that's insane. There's just no way you're ever gonna go above that. And now it seems like peanuts. I mean, go back to Jimmy Garoppolo, five years, 137.5 million. Set all these records. Now, what does it look like? I mean, even Jared Goff, four years, $134 million. Now, how do we view it? It's going to be the same thing with the Patrick Mahomes deal. And I'm not saying with regard to the $500 million, I think I think the $500 million value becomes really distracting because we're comparing it to four-year deals. And this is a 10-year deal. You have to really look at the years of the deal. Uh, this is a baseball-style contract. So that that's where I, I prefer to put it up against Trout's where you look at the guaranteed money, and all of his is guaranteed. And with Mahomes, it's like what is it, 68 off the top, and he has to get to 2022 before he can get the 141 yeah. million of guaranteed money. So, so you're gonna reevaluate. Sh- shoot, you're gonna reevaluate this thing in a year through a different lens. Now imagine what it's gonna be like in 2024 mm-hmm. when we look back at the Mahomes contract. He's gonna be going. There is more on the table that I could be chasing right now. Uh, and everything's just so perfect there. I like think Andy Reid and every all the pieces and Spagnola coaching the defense. Uh, there's, there's so many reasons to want to be in Kansas City right now. But 10 years, it can feel like forever. And in the NFL, it is forever. And forever lasts about five minutes in the NFL. That thing is yep. going to evolve and change fast. And I think Mahomes may want to evolve and change with it as time goes on.
0: So, Jack, what do you what do you think of this? And you've talked about this uh, before—the economics of having a quarterback making that much money. Um, this was a tweet from uh, May, and it showed all the quarterbacks with the highest cap hits over the past six years or so in the NFL. You got Stafford, Roethlisberger, Rogers, yeah. Brees, Manning. Uh, none have gone on to win the Super Bowl in that time. So you do have that out there, Jack. Is this idea that? It's very difficult, maybe impossible, to win a Super Bowl and construct a team with the salary cap structure when you have the quarterback making that much. What do you think? It becomes
2: hard to bring your best players back. It starts to become it's a competition among who who are you going to pay and who are you going to let walk. Now they very quietly got the Tyreek Hill extension done. Now was about three years or so. Travis Kelsey has a contract for now. Nicole Hardman, at some point you're going to have to pay him. He's still on a rookie deal. Sammy Watkins, what do you end up doing with him? May not be able to bring him back. Uh, but they've strategically positioned themselves to be able to make this Mahomes deal. I think everything they've been doing for about the last two or three years has been knowing that this kind of a contract is going to come down. And I think over the next couple of years, they'll be fine. And then after that, it's going to become really hard in terms of bringing new guys in and, and who who do you sign who do you have to let walk and now go draft at that position that's just the reality and when you look at when you look at all these numbers on the screen with those cap hits those teams have had to make sacrifices the Kansas City Chiefs are going to have to make sacrifices that they haven't had to make during this uh, Super Bowl run that they just put together over the last couple of years and it just gets harder doesn't mean they can't do it no do I think that the Mahomes deal makes it impossible for them to go? put good talent around him? No. And do I think Mahomes can overcome not having great talent around him, given that he is this you know, transcendent, exceptional football player? I do. So I, I believe that they're going to win Super Bowls. Andy Reid staying around Mahomes probably is the biggest factor to me. And he's 62 years old. How long does he want to do it? That's a big question.
1: Well, I think, and, and as well, this is the nice thing about the back loaded deals, the back heavy deals is that it gives the team flexibility. In the first few years, to really play around and re-sign some of those people and, and get those extensions that right. Jack is talking about. And speaking of Andy Reid and and uh, Patrick Mahomes, I feel like they're the football version of, if I may, Coach Pop and and Tim Duncan. You know, like just like a great dynamic duo, start of a dynasty. Tim won his Super Bowl second year. He he won. I'm sorry, his championship second year. He won every award you can think of. So I mean. I feel like this is going to be the start of a dynasty, regardless, like of what happens with the money. They're going to figure it out. And plus, would you bet on Patrick Mahomes versus anyone else in Super in the in the league? I, if I had money, I'd be like, look. If we can win with Patrick, like I don't care who you put out there, like he's going to make it happen.
0: I think they right. might have the best quarterback in the league currently, and the best coach in the league. And I argue Offers this even before. Robert, I mean, right. Or head, head coach? Did. You said all coach. coach? Head coach. Head coach. I think he might be the best head coach in the league because I and I argue this even before they won, so I've got cred for that. You can go check the tape. Um, is that I Andy Reid? You know Bill Belichick, obviously a great coach and gets a lot out of the talent and can find diamonds in the rough and just it works. He's brought it all together with Tom Brady. Andy Reid, while he hadn't won a Super Bowl until this year, was able to win with different quarterbacks, different schemes, different styles. You think of all the different you know ways that he's won throughout his career. And I was like, "Wow, he's shown, you know, the ability to win in different situations more than Bill Belichick." Now, Bill Belichick didn't need to because he kept winning in the same situation. So, I think you can make the argument that that Kansas City has, yeah, you're the best quarterback in the league. And I, I don't know, the best innovative coach. Certainly, you know, I think the best offensive coach in the league. Would you argue with that, Jack?
2: I'll give you best offensive coach. I'm giving me Bill Belichick and uh, 72 Super Bowls for uh, for, for the other one.
1: Fair enough. Uh, but I do, right. I do think the uh, uh, go ahead, Jack. Nah, you're you're good, man. Take it. Yeah, I was just saying with the uh, with Andy Reid situation, I think it's really interesting. You you cannot put a value on um, a team environment. If you love playing for a coach, that's I mean, that's important. You gotta because remember, this is your your job. Is whatever you, you go to work every day. But if you love the people you're around. Especially in a team sport like football, where it's all about camaraderie, you got to enjoy going to work and going to war with those people every day. If Patrick Mahomes says, There's no one I'd rather play for than Andy Reid, just like Michael Jordan said, There's no one I would play for other than Phil Jackson, you know, that that says something that's really important. Now, Uh, now we
2: also overreact big time here. Like, uh, we got to be a little bit careful because it looks like before this season, Tyreek Hill was not going to be on this roster. It looked like Tyreek Hill for a period of time was not going to be playing football. And Kansas City, from a skill position standpoint, went out and drafted to make sure that they were going to be fine without Tyreek Hill. So Miko Hardman is this unbelievable receiver they bring into the building and was going to be terrific if Tyreek hadn't played. Now all of a sudden, Tyreek Hill's able to play. They have arguably the best receiver when it comes to speed and take the top off a defense. Arguably the best tight end in all of football. Miko Hardman comes in. Sammy Watkins. He was surrounded by some of the greatest playmakers. I... By far last year, the best playmaking team with the best quarterback and the best play caller, you can go win Super Bowls like that. What does he do when that's not the truth, though? What does he do yeah. uh, when you can't go pay a Tyreek or when you have to let a Kelsey Walker, when you have to let Nicole Harmon go down? What does he do when he's Carson Wentz last year? What does he do when he's Tom Brady last year and has no weapons around him? All those questions remain to be answered.
0: Let me uh, put a bow on this uh, this point here, talking about the the cap hits and can you win with a with a quarterback making that much money and there's a good counter argument to that and it was tweeted out to to mike too is that you know you look at the quarterbacks who have won uh since 2002 it's brady six times the mannings eli and payton four big ben two mahomes breeze uh russell wilson aaron Rodgers. so you also it's very difficult to win without an elite quarterback so it's like this this dance that teams are are having to to dance that you need that quarterback. You need that guy more times than not uh, to be able to, to navigate um, the season. And then I got this. I think this is from NBC sports, Washington, Uh, Jack. These are the quarterbacks, the top quarterbacks in terms of taking up the most of the salary cap of their team. Dak Prescott one currently Russell Wilson two, Jared Goff three Garoppolo four, Phillip rivers, five. Then you got Brady and Roethlisberger. I mean, Jack, all these teams you say, Oh, you can't win with a, with a quarterback making that much money. All these teams, we're given a fair shot to win the Super Bowl this year. I mean, maybe not the Rams as much as some of the other teams around them, but it's like you you obviously can can do both in the NFL.
2: I, I think you can too, but I, I will give the Russell Wilson. He, his name just really stands out to me on this list because think about what the Seattle Seahawks were as a team when Russell Wilson was on his rookie contract still. Yeah. Legion of Boom. Some of the offensive players that they had uh, around them, I mean, they were paying all four of those guys on the back end. Their defense, Bobby Wagner. I mean, they had so many studs, great pass rush. And now, think about what their team has become around Russell Wilson ever since he started signing these huge contracts. Just hasn't been the same. So you're gonna have you're gonna have to see Mahomes go through that same ebb and flow uh, here as we go. And and what does he do at that point? Now look at Tom Brady, twelve point six percent. Of the cap, he has always kept that low, and he's not the only one on that team. He has always kept that percentage low, just like Edelman did, just like Gronk did, just like every other New England Patriot. If you wanted to play there, you did, so that they could balance uh, the cap out. Now, all of these new quarterbacks now want to get their get their percentage tied to the cap. That was what what you had. Aaron Rodgers was trying to get done. That's what a lot of people thought Mahomes would get done, so that he would elevate as the cap elevates. Uh, he wasn't able to do so. Uh, so for all those reasons, that's what that's what makes me surprised that he didn't go. Why don't I go four years and come back for my next four
1: after that?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And to tie this yeah. in with
1: other sports, Ahmed um, Naomi Osaka. She won just over three million dollars in tournament winning. She's a, one of the best tennis players in the world. And she had 30 million plus in endorsements in that same year. Right. So with, with football, oh, yeah. when you don't have guaranteed money, like in the same way that you do in basketball and baseball and hockey, If I were these guys, I mean, the quarterback is the guy. Everyone, you're you're the most recognizable guy on the team for the most part, right? Yeah. You're probably the the most likely to get endorsements. And if you could make more money off the field, then you give yourself a chance to be competitive on the field by saying, I'm okay doing the 12% of the salary, you know, of of the cap space. Don't pay me as much as you could pay me because I know I'm going to make up that money and way more off the field and money that I know I'm going to get.
0: And it can it can be a financial decision, too. I mean, how much more money has Brady made because he has won all those titles, right? And so you can be like, all right, I make, I'll make less on the field, build a team around me. My legacy will be more. I'll be giving speeches the rest of my life. I mean, there is a financial calculation, too, there of giving up some money here and making it more on the back end. Guys, let me go through um some of the other um, long 10-year decade contracts for quarterbacks in NFL history. Uh, let's go through. This is since 2000. Yeah, and they've all they've all they've worked out differently. It's kind of interesting. So we're showing Brett Favre here. He signed a 10 year, 100 million dollar deal in 2001. And this one actually, he spent seven more years in Green Bay, which I think if when they all signed the contract, I mean Brett would have taken more. He would have liked Aaron to take a seat for longer, but that worked out pretty well. But guys, this is one that's interesting: is that Drew Bledsoe 10 year, 103 million dollar contract he signed in I think it was March of 2001 we Mm -hmm. all know what happened uh, by the end of that season into the Super Bowl he was gone Tom Brady the legacy was beginning but look at the quote here uh, Jack uh, after they signed that contract Uh, Robert Kraft also said Bledsoe has a chance to be remembered in Boston like Ted Williams Bill Russell and Larry Bird each having played his entire career in the city he spent one more year. He had 11 more games and then he was gone. So it doesn't always a 12-year contract does not always mean 12. Sometimes it just means one.
2: This this thing just evolves so fast. I mean it's like <laughs> if the I mean what's the what are the what's the likelihood that the guy who who crafted this deal up for Mahomes is still there, there the still there in ten seasons. What's the likelihood Andy Reid's still there in ten seasons? What's likely the yeah. offensive coordinator still there in ten seasons? Somebody may make the decision. Hey, this is this is a dumb way to try to win in the football National Football League. We need to get a rookie quarterback every year, and we need to try to build a new roster around him and shoot. It worked for the Chiefs the first time. So how can you argue? But there's only so many Patrick Mahomes. But I was just looking at to the, to the point of all of this and all the guys that have signed these 10 year deals. I'm just looking at the specific numbers. So this is after, after this is 2027. So right in 2026, the third day of that league year, the 2027 contract becomes fully locked in. That's going to become a six year, $294.2 million contract for the back end of that deal. That's an average of 49 million per year. Do you think Kansas City's not going to think about restructuring or coming up with some new extension or coming up with some new verbiage or new wording in order to change this thing? I think they were only thinking about the beginning of this contract and sort of were able to finagle by saying the whole half a billion figure and all that stuff to get it done for now with the intention of not letting it last forever, as all these 10 year deals typically do.
0: Here is Donovan McNabb in 2002, signed a 12-year deal. So they're talking Andy Reid. He spent eight more years in Philadelphia, so that one worked out okay. Dante Culpepper. um, No
2: Super Bowls, though.
0: Yeah, that's true. Dante Culpepper, no Super Bowls for him. Ten-year, $102 million deal in 2003. He spent just three more years in Minnesota uh, after signing that contract. And one more, Michael Vick. I loved watching him play ten year one hundred and thirty million dollar deal to two uh, thousand and four he signed that deal. Spent three more years in Atlanta and then had some off the field issues that we could get into in another time um, that took him out of uh, the rest of that contract. So we've seen it before, never to the 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 hundred and um, or the five hundred million range. um, but these quarterbacks have done it before. It's interesting. these are all dynamic quarterbacks. I wouldn't say any of those deals, Corey that we just saw there, Favre, Bledsoe. I mean, Bledsoe's didn't work out, but you know, the fact that you can walk away from any of them at any time really doesn't put the team in, in that bad a spot. So I wouldn't say any team necessarily regretted it outside of, of Bledsoe and maybe Culpepper, but I don't even know how much they were on the hook for Culpepper at the end of that contract. Yeah, I mean, I've never seen a contract hold
1: less weight. <laughs> like, Really, it's just a promise. It's like a pinky promise. Uh, and the problem with a 10-year contract in the league, that does not guarantee their contracts. The the point is that as a player, you want security. But why would you sign a long-term contract for security in a league that doesn't bend in your favor? There's no way you will get that security. So, if like, most of these cases, I feel like it can only hamstring you. Um, In this league, in baseball, I would sign a million-year contract. (laughs) In baseball, I'm like, pay me for the rest of my life. Uh, Sure. But, but in, in this, yeah, but in this, in this league, it doesn't make any sense. Um, it's just a promise at that point. And but I think.
2: Even, oh, sorry. Like even look at LeBron in the NBA, the way he just signed those short deals and just waited. Oh, now yeah. there's a bigger pot. Okay. Now I'll sign another deal. Oh, well, now there's a bigger pot. Now I'll sign another deal. It's because there's always going to become a bigger pot. And I think that, you know, but it's not like Lee Steinberg is some idiot. I mean, his, he has one of the best agents representing him, period. Um, and it, it probably got. Absorbed with the idea of having the biggest sports contract ever, you could see how that may be enticing. Mm. When you start when the Chiefs start coming back to you and going, "No, no, no, we're going to go above this Trout deal. We're going to go way yeah. above this Rogers deal." And and all of a sudden, you get more absorbed with the idea of a half a billion dollars than you do with the idea that it's over ten years. Let's and uh,
0: yeah, that's I, I I love that too. Yep, one hundred percent. Because you want to show that you want to show five hundred and three million, and then when you're signing your your kids from college who are first round draft picks be like, look what we just did for, for Patrick Mahomes. Um, sure, actually, yeah, you yeah. mentioned to, to compare to other athletes out there. And so I was looking, this is from Forbes list, um, on who has gotten the biggest contracts ever. Floyd Mayweather's is kind of tough to calculate. Cause you you factor in uh, pay-per-view costs and what he got paid as a promoter, as opposed to just an athlete in the ring. But some reports have him making $450 million over two years with a couple of huge fights. Uh, one of them being in the Manny Pacquiao fight. You got Mike Trout as well. 12 years, 426 million on that contract, which as I said, this 2020 season is actually going to reduce that uh, a little bit. Canelo Alvarez got 365 million over five years from DeZone, which just makes me think, man, like boxing still like boxing is not relevant as a sport for the most part (laughs) um but boy that that structure the way that they have it if you're elite at it right now you can still make a ton of money that was kind of surprising to me Um, yeah that is that is very surprising i um oh so is that is that uh bryce harper bryce Mm -hmm. harper 13 year 330 million and then uh the other three i have here all baseball players 13, 325 for Giancarlo Stanton. Garrett Cole hasn't played for the Yankees yet, but he's at 9, 324. And then uh, Manny Machado, 10 for 300. And so let me throw this at you guys. You saw all those big number contracts, and some of them are going to work out. Some are not. But I had this discussion once with our producer, Matt Casey, who asked me. He said, Okay, say that the the contract doesn't work out. Like the San Francisco Giants had a deal like that for Barry Zito. It was like 10 years, $126 or maybe it was seven years. I can't remember anymore. A lot of money, didn't work out. He was pretty much bad from the moment he got there. But one postseason, he had like one good game against the St. Louis Cardinals when they were facing elimination, won that game, and the Giants ended up going on and winning the World Series. So having said that, do you think for teams out there, and if you're a fan of a team, you see a team do this huge contract for a player, and it doesn't quite work out, but you win another championship with that player, was it worth it? Does that make the deal worth it?
1: Yes. I mean, if you win a
0: championship, yes,
1: is that the whole like that's the whole that's the whole reason, right? Sure. Yeah, yeah. You I could
2: mean, you could even go back to the draft pick and trading up to get him on draft day. One Super Bowl, I mean, one. The one that he has right now, worth it. Bingo, right there. Uh, now, I mean, shoot, this is the only one the Kansas City Chiefs have ever won, correct? <laughs> it's hard yeah. to win.
1: It's hard it's to the win. only
2: Chiefs Super Bowl ever. It's hard to win in this league. Um, but it will be the easiest one Patrick Mahomes has ever won, too. And Probably the biggest thing when I go back and look at all those contracts, it's pretty tough for me to compare the baseballs and the footballs. But I think there's a reason why there hasn't been one since 2003. I mean, think about 17 years. 17 years since somebody has done a 10-year contract with all the other trends in sports shifting into these shorter ones. It's just so curious. I I really will be curious to know over time if Mahomes looks back and goes, can can we rechange? But probably the likelihood is if he keeps playing like this, he'll have so much leverage built up with the Chiefs that if he walks back in, just like he did this time, and goes, hey, guys, you know, I have a new idea. I'd really like to do it this way. I mean, think about how many times Tom Brady did that in New England. He would yeah. restructure before the season. If they want to bring in a new defensive lineman or they want to sign a new left tackle to protect them, a right tackle, you know, the first person that they're going to call and say we need to restructure is Patrick Mahomes. First thing Patrick Mahomes is going to say is perfect. What do you need me to do? Okay, we're going to move this money to this year. We're going to do this and that and the other. And it's going to happen. It's not going to happen once. It's not going to happen twice. It's going to happen over and over and over again. Uh, and those little transactions, those little moves and adjustments to his deal will be the keys to winning these championships you guys are talking about or losing the championships you guys are talking about. Yep.
1: Yeah. And, yep. and with, with these contracts, I mean, there's, there's a similar concept. It reminds me of the art world because in, in, I used to work in art and there's this, basically there's two ways you can sell a painting. Like if you wanted to sell Jack a painting on you could sell it privately, which means it's just you two and a broker, or you can go to auction. But one of the problems with selling a picture or a painting at auction is that once you establish its market value, the market will tell you what, what it's worth. And sometimes it's worth way above it and sometimes no one buys it so people say hey you think it's worth two hundred thousand dollars or twenty thousand dollars it's not and if that happens enough time it gets burned so then everyone says wait a second why why are you offering me this painting i don't want to buy this painting no one bought it three times the market says you know it's worthless even if it's not worthless you know you could have sold it for whatever reason so um that is what i fear is going to happen in these long-term deals and what has happened is you sign a long-term deal with no security, right? And say, my market value as a 25-year-old is $40 million a year, $50 million a year. And then you look at who can even afford to pay him that if the Chiefs cut off. And then it's like, is he willing to take a pay cut? He's like, I'm the Super Bowl MVP. I'm the guy. Am I going to be willing to take an $18 million pay you know paycheck next year? Or am I willing to sit behind somebody after being a Super Bowl champion? And then you end up having a, a really tough decision where it's like, if these 20 teams passed on you, I don't want to take a chance on you. It's fascinating. The psychology behind it. I'm would at what point you point. Aside,
2: out of curiosity, if you were in Patrick <laughs> Mahomes position, yeah, all the leverage on planet earth and you get to walk in and say, whatever the hell you want, and they're going to, they're going to pay They're going to sign the check. What kind of deal
0: would you have wanted? And why? I would have wanted a billion. I would have wanted, I would have wanted to get to the <laughs> 1 billion. <laughs> 20 years. Threshold, uh, yeah. 20 years, 1 billion, all guaranteed. Um, no, I think, you know, for me, I think, and Patrick seems like a good guy, so I'm going to say he's like me. Um, and it kind of speaks to the things you talked about earlier. How do you feel in Kansas City? Do you feel like, wow, I just want a Super Bowl. I want to spend the rest of my life here. Can we make a deal that at least somewhat makes that possible? And maybe I won't maximize the value and I won't go year to year. But you know what? I don't want to go year to year. I kind of want to just not have to think about this. I want to, the, the only thing I want to think about is winning games for the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, and so I think this gives him peace of mind to do that. Now, there are some players who I think like the game, you know, Trevor Bauer, I mentioned him before. He wants to go year to year because he wants to maybe move around see different parts of the country. Um, but if that's not part of your motivation, I I would have probably done something very similar to Patrick. I would have said, you know what? I'll give a little, you give a little, and let's try to, let's give me half a billion. I'll take it. (laughs) I'll give you a, I'll give you a a discount. One more thing, guys, before we go, I want to ask you this question. And fill in the blank, okay? And, Jack, we'll start with you. In Mm -hmm. 2030, we'll say that Patrick Mahomes' contract was blank. In 2030, so 10 years from now, we'll say that this contract that was signed yesterday was blank.
2: Was the first draft.
0: Mm. (laughs) Hmm. Nice. Mm. Which was revised many, many times. Yeah, that makes sense. Corey, what do you think? i mean i can't follow shakespeare uh yeah, sheesh, that, was, that was clever um yeah. was, you're shakespeare what are you talking about yeah you're just I talking say- about art in the louvre and private <laughs> i'm never buying a painting privately now that freaked me so out i'm like i'm not doing that what if no, no one auction. wants to buy it after i do it
1: no at, at auction it's
0: weird Oh, you're private getting- auction playing. No 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 private and then auction is public but
1: you have to, yeah. some yeah we're, I, didn't follow, I didn't I didn't
0: follow it the, as well as I should have <laughs> yeah, but
1: I, um,
2: I do follow it now so basically all transactions that happen between the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes from here on out given that this is 10 years will be private transactions meaning that that it will only be between be between Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs where if he had gone 4 years he would have been going back to market which is what Cory is mm-hmm. talking about am I correct where it could have been open bidding
1: with all teams
2: yeah. And therefore price goes,
1: wow. Or, or yeah. the price plummets in the case like Cam Newton. Let's say you, you get injured and then you were, had $18 yeah. million left on your contract. No one's willing to pay you. Exactly. And then you have to sign for the league minimum. That's the problem with going to auction. So in that case, Patrick Mahomes made a great thing. But I think this contract in 10 years from now, we're going to look back and yeah. say that was monumental because it was a first, right? Monumental doesn't necessarily preclude it being bad. Like it could turn out badly or it could turn out well. But either way you look at it, any, t- any way you slice it, this is a monumental deal. I agree. And also, I think Watson
2: and Prescott are, are pissed. I think they're pissed. <laughs> I think that they thought they were, that Mahomes is going to go short deal, blow all the guaranteed money off the planet of Earth, and that's the same kind of deal that Watson and Prescott are looking for. I mean, every, everything I keep hearing is that they're looking for that three- to four-year deal range. But this now gives the Cowboys, both the Texas teams, gives the Cowboys – and it gives the uh, the Texans the ability to say, "That's an outlier. That's a guy that's an MVP, Super Bowl champion who signed a 10 year deal. This is nothing yeah. like yours." All right, well, let's come back to the table, and that's the strategy mm. both will use.
0: It kind of gives them the chance too. What if they get you know more? I mean, Dak will probably get more guaranteed than uh, than Patrick because I think in March, I think he gets guaranteed 106 million, and then uh, you guys mentioned after that. But I think it's likely. Yeah, you're right that the Dak and and Deshaun can. Can just go past him as far as guaranteed money. I'll go with in 2030. We'll say that Patrick Mahomes' contract was one of many because I think, as you guys have mentioned, that the salary cap is going to be going up. These TV deals are not getting cheaper; they're getting more expensive, as we know at NBC Sports. So, in in ten years. It'll be one of many, I think a lot of quarterbacks and not just quarterbacks, maybe some defensive players will be in the the range of a Patrick Mahomes, certainly in the 30 to 40 million dollar range We're, we've already seen it. Um, so it'll be one of one of many. But uh, but it's the first and it's half a billion, even if it's not all guaranteed. And I would take that in a second. I would take <laughs> one half of one percent of that. Jack, Corey. Great talking mega deals and uh, Patrick Mahomes with you. So next week we just need another quarterback to sign for a half a million dollars. And then that's our, that's our topic. Uh, for I, think, I
2: think the funniest part is that when they brought up the, yo, that we'll give you 1.25 million for every time you get an MVP or you win yeah. an AFC championship. It, you know, Mahomes probably sitting in his mansion going, All I got to do is win an MVP or get to the Super Bowl. Like, what's what's so damn hard about that? I mean, think about that after two years yeah. as a starter, and should we, yeah. we'll do it here. Coming, they go,
0: we, we will give you some easily achievable incentives to bring up the value even more. It's like, Oh, perfect, yeah, Super Bowl MVP. That's easy, uh, guys, guys. Well done, pleasure as always. We'll talk soon. See you, boys.